hello wow nice to be here again thank you for the listen so far i appreciate you always tuning in to this podcast and your feedback and all of it i'm really really grateful so still not the shame topic we've been discussing um today i thought we should take it further to specifically overcoming shame last time we discussed generally i talked about my own experience with shame and some bit of what often leads to shameful feelings i thought today to just make it a bit uh, more step to step part of step to step reasons and um, issues that can cause us to develop shameful habits and what we can do about it so that can help us to just conclude on shame remember i told you part of the reason why i have begun this shame series was as a result of my research in the causes of suicides and how i realized that shame was really a major contributor to suicides in recent times the rate of suicide in my country nigeria have really increased and is getting to a very disturbing rate and i think globally is the same thing and i thought if we could just start by dealing with the root causes of it we would have done a lot in trying to advert it and shame is one very well one very unique emotions that most people are not so aware of in the sense of what causes it how they come about it and all of that and i think that we should really look more into it and try to expand it so that those who are going through a lot of feelings of shame can actually go through it successfully well because at some point in our life a lot of us or most of us do experience shameful feelings one of the things about shame that really in fact one of the feeders of shame is a cover up you know denials sometimes you know that you have these shameful feelings you have the emotions you can experience it but in a way you try to deny that it exists and and that is a trigger to many other things until it gets to a stage where you can no longer handle it so today let's talk more let's go further into a discuss about shame remember last week i did say that shame is a feeling of being unwanted not being accepted not being loved you know you, you just feel that you're not part of the group you're not part of the family you're not part of the setting and you have this um feelings of being isolated you know and that can really affect how you feel about yourself so basically shame is a feeling that something is wrong with you and why do you think something is wrong with you because you feel that you're not loved you feel that you're not accepted you feel that you're not valued you feel that you're not understood you feel that you're not seen you know and although a lot of this feelings a lot of this um attitude of not being loved not being valued not being accepted 
arises from our childhood experiences in our families. You know, one thing I've come to realize is shame, like most of our emotion, are caused by our childhood experiences, you know. And so because you have those feelings of not being loved, accepted, understood, seen, because of how you were treated or because of events, how you interpreted events that happened around your life at that time, you grow up to believe that something might be wrong with you. You know, you feel if something is not wrong with me, then why am I not loved? You personalize those things. If something is not wrong with me, why am I not valued? Why don't I, why am I not understood? Why am I always told off? You know, so it's more of a, it's a self-blame, basically. You blame yourself for all of those attitudes and beliefs that you feel. Yeah, <laughs> you feel that people are having them towards you and then you blame yourself that they have it towards you. You, you get that. So it's like you feel that you're not loved and then you blame yourself for not being loved. You feel that you're not seen, that you're not understood while you were growing up or now whatever time this feeling started and then you still blame yourself for those attitudes so it's like you trying to have control over people's thoughts and feelings or attitudes towards you and if you if you know things about control about trying to control others it then you are able to understand how difficult it is to handle shame because the truth is none of us can control others we have no control of how others think of us, behave towards us, treat us. Because at times, even in our best of behavior, people would always still find faults. So we'll come to that and how we can use that, maximize that, to actually erase these feelings of shame. Shame is about being wrong. You know, you feel that you are wrong. Remember last week, I tried to briefly differentiate between guilt and the feelings of shame. Guilt is a, as a result of a, a particular behavior, you know, a repentance towards specific behavior. Maybe you did something wrong and then you just feel bad about it and you try to correct it, you know. So that, that feelings of guilt arises because you're trying to correct that wrong. So guilt is just um, tied to specific behaviors, but shame is roots. I, I really hope that we can understand this difference because sometimes some people feel guilty about stuff and they say well i feel ashamed <laughs> but you're not really ashamed you're just guilty you're just feeling guilty and so being shameful is just being up is about being wrong at the core and shame encompasses our entire self it's the whole of us we thinking that the whole of us is wrong that the whole of us is really bad and what actually leads to this that I always tell people is your awareness. The awareness that something exists that you're breaking. The awareness that what makes you feel unvalued, what makes you feel unloved. It is because you are aware. So self-awareness really does play a lot, have a lot of role to play in our feelings of shame. You are aware that these things, okay, maybe you, you, you feel, let, let's, let, let me break this down. Mm. If I want to say that one of the main causes of shame is just the awareness that I'm breaking a law or a standard or some rules, it means that 
I am aware that such rules exist or such standard exists. So I have this self-consciousness about myself. For instance, so it's like self-judging. I'm self-judging myself. It's not like people are doing those things sometimes. We just have this sense of being too self-conscious, you know. And so you, you become too self-aware about being judged about, oh, let's say now I, I, let's say we're a group of teenagers and we went for a prom or we went for a party. And let's say you get to that party and all the girls are wearing very beautiful dresses, Cinderella dresses and you're just wearing maybe some joggers and trainers to the party. At that instant, you get there and realize that every other person is dressed differently from you. You judge yourself. You know, you have judged yourself as breaking the standard. And so you feel unacceptable. And so shame, I'm, I'm, the, the emphasis on self is very important because shame has a lot to do with self-blame most times. And because of this, you feel that you have broken some rules, you have broken some standard, you know. And so you judge yourself to have done something wrong. And because shame is really due to the habit of self-blame, it means that we develop the habit of always blaming ourselves. Even for the normal bad things others would have done and get away with, we don't allow ourselves to get away with it. We blame ourselves. One of the major things about shame is the continued behavior of self-blaming. You keep blaming yourself. You keep blaming yourself. You keep thinking, oh, I didn't get it right. Oh, it should have been this way. Oh, what is wrong with me? Why can't I just do this thing and, and do it right once and for all? And the continued habit of blaming yourself, blaming yourself even for the inevitable things that happen on a normal day, you know, it, it makes you judge yourself always wrong and, and that contributes to you feeling ashamed. And so you feel that you're not worth it, you feel that you're not good enough and all of this gradually becomes how you have evaluated your entire self and it's, it's really bad. Um, another thing which, which also relates to the first one that I had said about being um, self-awareness um, that usually makes us think that others are making judgment of us even though they didn't say it sometimes they might but a lot of time they, they have no say we just assume is um self-consciousness you know when you're too self-conscious you don't loosen up so it makes you always feel being watched being judged and make you prone to shame so they go together you are self-aware that others are judging you because you're very self-conscious you see how this two relates yeah this was my own experience when I, I shared my story last week about my athletic legs. And sometimes when I will be playing basketball during the games, if you follow the last podcast, you'd be able to relate with the story. So while I'm already in the game, playing the game, by the time I get used to hear some jeerings, I just assume that, oh, they started again. Sometimes it wasn't about me really but i had already attached the last experience to every experience of jeering during the games to think that they're laughing at my legs or they're making mockery of me so i would always judge myself even when i wasn't being judged so i think that's what happened most times with us in shameful feelings is it, it one of the things about being 
ashamed is self-consciousness. People are ashamed are very, very self-conscious and then they think too poorly about themselves. You always think badly about yourself and that is a, as a result of having a low self-esteem. When you have low self-esteem, you think you're not good enough. You think you're not worthy. And this is as a result of the things we have already said. Is because you feel you're not valued. Those things arise from that childhood beliefs of not being valued, loved, accepted, understood, seen. They accumulated over time and they affect your self-esteem. And so you start to see yourself very poorly and you judge yourself very badly. And that increases your feeling or is a trigger basically for shame and we could we could go on and on on and on about what causes shame and the problems of shame but that's not my emphasis because you already have it so talking talking so much about the problem won't help so what is the solution to all of this for so many years with my own personal life i tried to find solution to shame i tried to find the antidote to that feeling of too much self-consciousness, being so aware that you're being judged. You know, you go to a place and you're looking at yourself, you're looking around, very little normal mistake, you, you just blow it up like you've blown everything up. You know, you, 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 you go out dressed up and you feel that, oh, you did it so woefully. Even though somebody else might be there who isn't even looking as good as you are, but because of how you see yourself, it continues to affect your feelings of yourself. And that co keeps contributing to your shameful feelings. So for me, I think that one of the things about overcoming shame is actually acknowledging that we are shameful. That helped me. At some point, I had to write down what I was ashamed about myself. Yeah, I remember doing that. That was part of my healing process. And I started to list, oh, what I felt ashamed about my body, about, I used to talk really fast and I still do now, as you can see, <laughs> and you know, and people would often tell me, oh, calm down, talk slowly so we can hear you. And I did a lot of effort and I felt I was so different. That Why did I talk too fast? It was really bad. And so like that and on and on. So I have to acknowledge that I was ashamed. I, I tried to feel more comfortable with myself instead of always throwing the anger at other people because that's one of the things shame does you want to throw the anger you want to externalize it because it's easier to actually express anger right than shame so you trying to feel that oh you just throw it at you, little thing and then you just mm, you throw it at somebody else so that you can claim being angry rather than being ashamed but when you accept that you are ashamed you don't have to externalize it. you don't have to throw it up as a form of anger you just acknowledge this and gradually gradually realize that you don't really have to be ashamed of those things you have listed you start to substitute those things for other things and over time because um, the universe does not encourage vacuum if i'm able to let go of my shameful feelings i can easily replace them i can substitute them with better behavior than anger you know than the feeling itself you know so acknowledge it acknowledge that you're ashamed you know and because if you keep using frequent self-blame or anger in form of trying to blame others you would never it would never help your your shameful feelings you'll still be stuck 
in that rut. So we have to acknowledge it. And we have to realize that no emotion lasts forever. So it is possible for us to reshame, re replace our shameful feelings, right? Yeah. We just have to list what we want to replace these things with. Oh, I feel bad about this. Why do I feel bad about this? This is why I feel bad about this. And then you ask, is it, is it necessary? You begin to ask yourself, I think that this is, this is this bad. I think that I talk too fast. And, and I ask, okay, this is why I feel that I talk too fast. Because people have often told me that you talk too fast and we can't hear you. And, and then you do another table. Oh, okay. So because, okay, what I can do is maybe take one word per time, learn. But I also have to acknowledge the fact that this is how I talk. I may have to just help myself by maybe laying more emphasis on words so that people can get to hear me. But realizing that, see, this is how I am helps me. So next time, I don't feel ashamed. I just become a bit considerate towards others and try to help them to hear me, right? And if by doing that, they can hear me more, even with... Even though it doesn't mean that I'm just talking all slowly like everyone else. I have the considerate belief that, okay, let them just hear me more. What I have done is acknowledge my shame, acknowledge my thoughts, acknowledge my feelings, and also found solution and a substitute for that feeling. So that helps us with the feelings of shame. Another one is, um, this is one thing, since I keep saying this, since the feelings of being judged by others, is one of the reasons why we always feel ashamed of ourselves because we feel that we've broken the standard. Like you go to a prom and you watch some out of it <laughs> clothing, maybe everybody's in a dress, and then you are there with some tracksuit and some joggers and some trainers, whatever. But you just you just get there and you feel out of place. So you're having the feeling that you're being judged wrongly. You're being judged for how you're dressed, and so you blame yourself, all right? And then you also judge yourself. So I think doing the reverse. Can actually help us to overcome shame how do we do that we are able if we even grow the ability to accept that other people's feelings and behavior towards us have nothing to do with us i think that will take us to the, in the right step towards overcoming our shame don't you think so look at it this way when we accept that people are not always within our control and that we have the free will and that people would always have the free will to either love us, not love us, to either accept us or not to accept us, you know, and either to be open towards us, whether to be closed. You know, if we just let people be, you know, I think that helps us to, to realize that we have no control about how others feel about us. And to, that would take... For me, I think that will make it easier for us not to take other people's behavior towards us personally. And so that reduces the self-blame, right? So I think that that helps us to let go of the need to control others and how they feel about us. And so that helps us to be free from trying to, to assume that this is how others have got to treat us. And so we become free. We become free to be ourselves without the constant um, thoughts of being judged, right? And we, so we're able to express our authentic emotions without always thinking that we will be judged for them, right? And if we start this practice, over time, the shame dissipates. 
we let go. We gradually let go of too much self-consciousness and the awareness of being judged by others. And we, we accept our mistakes when they happen. We accept, we own it. We own the feelings. We are able to express apology if we falter during this time. And we become free. Free to be ourselves. Free to accept our authentic selves. And that, that just... I feel I, that was what happened to me. I had to learn how to make mistakes. In fact, when I, at the point, I, I wasn't one of those that would raise her hand up to answer a question publicly, you know, because I had grown up to feel ashamed of myself, you know. And gradually, when I, I was going through this process, I would intentionally ask questions, even though I couldn't answer. So I, would be, I, would ask, I started with asking questions, something I couldn't do before. And I would realize how my asking questions usually lit up the room sometimes. And, and with that, my confidence began to grow. The low self-esteem was going down. I, I, I started to realize that I wasn't lesser, lesser anymore. That was valued. The questions were valued. And from there, from my questions sometimes, I was able to even make some answers, you know. And gradually, gradually, I started raising my hand for answers to, I became less conscious. Self-consciousness is one of the habits of shame. Please remember that. You're too self-conscious. And I began to loosen up, to be free, to be myself. And when something goes wrong and there's a need for an apology, I do that and then just let go. And over time, oh, God, <laughs> you know, it's still, we're still growing. We're all evolving. It's a lot of, it's a life journey, but that helped me. I saw a lot of significant um, improvement in my own personal life because I like to use myself as an example a lot. And, and so I became a bit more compassionate towards myself. So I think that uh, instead of being so harsh and self-blaming, I realized that I began to see how others would make the mistake that I make too. And so I, 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 I got to, to accept that we are humans and we all make mistakes. And, and so that helped me to reduce always judging myself too harshly and another thing that I did which is where I want to round up today was to own it I accepted that I felt ashamed like I said the last time I owned it I accepted it I in fact that's self-accept that's why I'm so into self-acceptance sometimes I, I think of myself as a self-acceptance specialist <laughs> because I could go on and on about self-acceptance accepting something about us frees us from judgment you know if I'm this way and I already accepted that I'm this way whatever you have to say about it doesn't hurt me as much as it would if I covered that up and so own it you know just accept that that shame is not your fault because um when I started to have that feelings of shame because of the body shaming that I was experiencing in school as a result of my frequent and active participation in sport I I was still I was still relatively young and that was the best way I could handle it. So I thought blaming myself, you know, and so I didn't know so much. So I had to own it that, okay, that was the best I knew then, but now I'm grown and I need to let this go. And, and that helped me. So I, I began to value myself because remember shame is because you don't feel valued. You don't feel, so it's like a loss of self value, the value of self. Yeah, that's another way I could define shame. You feel a sense of loss, like you've lost yourself. Like you don't know. That's why it's accompanied with a lot of inferiority complex and low self-esteem, you know. And so, but when you own it, 
it, it, it, you, you, you've accepted that this is it, but it's not my fault. And so that, that helps you to show compassion towards yourself and helps you to let go. So owning our shameful feelings allows us to, allows the shame to dissipate over time and sets us free for the need to cover up. Remember I told you one of the ways we try to let go of our shame the wrong way is trying to externalize it through anger. But when you own it, you no longer do that through anger and so you're free. And as a roundup, I, I really want to add this up so that I think that we should surround ourselves with people who think that we are valued, who think that we are lovable, who think that we are understood, who, who, who helps us to be seen. Yeah. So we're like, it's like a reverse game. Since you felt unseen, not heard, not loved, not valued, since those are part of the components of shame, of, of these are the, the childhood beliefs that gradually leads to a shameful habit, shameful feeling. So we can break that chain, replace it with people, surround ourselves with people that makes us feel loved, right? And valued and seen and heard. And that way it improves on our self-worth, you know? It, 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 it improves how we see ourselves, you know? And, and that contributes to let, helping us let go of our shameful emotions. And then again, talk to people about it. Yeah, you can talk to me. <laughs> yes, you can connect with me on social media platforms and, and send your emails, you know, talk to people, talk to trusted friends and families about how you feel ashamed. You know, sometimes it might be a, uh, a particular areas of your life or maybe some body shaming or beliefs you have about yourself. Just talk about it. You know, when, we, when you talk about it, you let go, you hear yourself, you know, and, and that, that helps a lot. So it creates the door to openness. So there's no need to cover up. You cover something you don't want to open, right? So if I'm able to talk about this shame, I don't need to cover the shame. Somebody is aware that I feel ashamed. And so I feel free, right? So that's where I ended for today. And I really hope that this has helped you. Yes. You know, in talking about your shame, remember to also forgive yourself. Yes. Forgive yourself. Because sometimes we judge ourselves so severely and over time it affects us but when we grow up we should let we should understand that we're not all that bad and so forgive yourself for having judged yourself so harshly you know so i think i think this helped me and i really believe so let, let me hear from you did this work you know try this out let's see but i think this is just it forgive yourself own your shame accept that your shame talk to somebody about it surround yourself with people who love you who, who make you feel heard seen appreciated and accepted and over time gradually you are able to replace these shameful emotions with these better positive attitudes and with time it just dissipates there's no permanent emotion they're always fleeting so our shameful emotions are able to be changed we just have to take responsibility to to overcome them yeah so thank you for listening I'm glad to be here as always. Connect with me on my website, www.joyiseki.com. Connect with me on Instagram at The Counselor. Connect with me on Twitter, on Facebook, Joy Iseki, I for ink, S for snake, E for egg, K for kite, I for ink. That's my name, Joy Iseki. Facebook, my website, joyiseki.com. Get my books. You can, we can talk more about this shameful. I'm, I'm a therapist. We can walk. If you feel that you need to see a therapist, a counselor, from anywhere in the world, we can walk together to help you overcome your shameful feelings. So the next time that 
we hear from each other again <laughs> via the podcast. It's goodbye from me. Remember, you have nothing to be ashamed about. Bye. Okay.